Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Zero for Hire podcast, and um, turning off this GPS because I don't need it on. I'm actually up a little, like like a little, a lot a bit earlier than um, than I'm supposed to be. So I decided I would uh, I would just park and do my podcast until I'm able to punch in because I'm up way earlier than I should be. My setup time is at seven o'clock. So, um. So, I am, I was listening to Comics Matters with your boy Zach, that's the name of the YouTube channel, and he's talking about AI, and he gave a very refreshing take on AI based on a TikTok video that he saw, and it's, it's a long one, um, he's got a lot of his books, so what he does is he, he makes comics in the um, Kickstarter fund, you know, crowdfunding business style, and he's been working on a few, and he's getting some late books out, and so now he's making longer videos. And um, I'm gonna have to turn this off for a minute. And he was talking about AI. But usually, like, when I hear people talking about AI, they're just being super cranky about it. And it gets to a point to where I just don't want to have the conversation anymore. Because, you know, when some, when people are just so adamant that, that they have to be right about the thing that they're trying to point out, it leaves no room left for any kind of conversations. And the thing that most people that I've been seeing, they're saying... They're artists themselves, and they're saying, well, it was trained with artists, and it's stealing. And that's how they see it, and there's no other way of looking at it. And in, in, in most cases, I think, in a lot of cases, there's some validity to that. But I think it's also about as much validity as snare drums or bass samples or guitar samples you know, in the music industry. There's a huge contingency of people back in the day that were like, if you're using samples, you're not a real musician. You're just taking musicians' jobs. Why don't you just hire musicians? And now you see that this, you know, sampling has created way more musicians than ever were because it made it accessible to the public. Now, with AI, the thing I don't get about the passion behind the argument is that AI is silly. It's kind of like the fast food version of what you really want. And it, and it, it only gets you about 80% of the way there. And so it doesn't do a whole lot, but before I hammer on AI too much, uh, cause that's, that's not the full point of this. I just, I want to make a marker in time saying that this, that the, that the internet is changing the world is changing, and AI has a great deal to do with it, but not just AI. The people that are programming these things, uh, big tech in general, they're, they're changing the world, and in ways that I don't think that we were ready for or in ways that nobody asked for. Now, if you're familiar with internet content drift, internet rot content drift, I talked about this on the Zero Hour podcast back when we were doing that about two years ago, 
And we talked about internet rot, content drift, and the rise of AI for about a year before conversations really started getting going. And just a quick refresher, content drift is when somebody makes a bunch of links to a file and then they move the original file somewhere else so that all those links point to where the file was originally, but the file's not there anymore. The content has drifted somewhere else. They call it content drift. So imagine if you heard a really cool song on MySpace 20 years ago and you linked directly to the MySpace page where that cool song was. Well, that song's not there anymore. And that's what content drift is. Um, Also, internet rot is the same thing. Internet rot is very similar Actually, what I've said about MySpace is is a better example of internet rot, which is where those servers go down, those servers are no longer hosted anymore, and those files disappear. So content drift is just moving it somewhere else. Internet rot is when the servers go down and and that content is completely gone and never to be returned. And a lot of people think that information on the internet stacks on top of more information that stacks on top of more information. And I got slapped with a cold fish a couple weeks ago when I was approving the first draft of my first page. And there was, um, I wanted a picture of a gauntlet to be used on the character. And I needed a reference. And so I started typing in Google comic book style gauntlet and all I could get was the infinity gauntlet but worse than that I got tons and tons of images of things that were on Etsy and on Etsy, uh, eBay and, and sites like that that were real world replicas of some cosplay thing that people were trying to sell but that was all I could find and I tried rewording it so many different times, and I was like, okay, well, he also is supposed to have, like, this vest for this scene, so let's let's reference the vest and see if we can come up with some examples. Because I wasn't trying to get her to... I didn't want my artist to copy the, the gears, you know, per se. I wanted them to have a reference, and then they just come up with their own version. And, that's, and I really wanted a, an example that would be as close to what I needed without trying to rely on AI. And this is where the problem comes in. Because Google has removed so many of these search results. Trying to get a drawing of a a gauntlet and a power vest is near impossible. Like if I put in power vest or chest armor or something like that, it gives me real-world examples from shops. It doesn't give me cartoons and comic books, and drawings, and things, and when it does, they're very lackluster, it's not like it used to be, and this lets me know that they are restructuring their content, they're they're reorganizing and rearranging the search results more so than they were a few years ago, Uh, matter of fact, Tim Pool had a new episode last night where he was talking about how uh, Gemini, the AI for, from Google, would refuse to produce images of white people. And so he was doing all these tests, you know, show me a show me a person from Scotland and it would be like a black guy in a kilt. 
Like it would not, it wouldn't produce images of white people for whatever reason. And they were like, y'all are in a cult. This is insane. And honestly, I think what I think is that Google feels that they have a responsibility to democracy to make sure that Republicans don't win or that the, to make sure that their candidate wins. And what I think is because they're de facto going to be a white guy, either Donald Trump or Joe Biden, I think they want to make sure that nobody is able to do anything that would cause election fraud. And so a majority of the people in Congress, in the Senate, you know, in, in offices are going to be white people because there's just more white people in the country. They refuse to generate pictures of white people during this election year. I think that's what's going on. But, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they have other reasons behind it. That just seems to be the one thing that makes the most sense to me. So Google is rearranging things. And it's way harder to find the kinds of pics that you want. Like, I used to be able to go into Google. And this is why I don't get with the argument that they have. I used to be able to go into Google, type in what I was looking for, and I I used to create these scenes like a comic book. It was like an internet comic book, but uh, it was very much like a Aqua Teen Hunger Force. So I need a table, so I would type in table, and there would be a bunch of photographs of a table. I would take one, I would cut it out of the background, put it in the scene, and then I need a clock, and then I need a house plant, and then like you know stuff like that. I used to be able to do that pretty easily. Not the way that they have the images arranged now. And so I'm listening to, you know, Comics Matter with his take on how AI is going to advance and how it's getting better and how it's, yes, it may cause some people to lose jobs. There may be some loss of work. The same as typewriter repairmen. There are always going to be a standard issue position or line of thought or philosophy that goes away with new technology. But it's it's important to emphasize that these are always people that are afraid of every technology when it comes out. I know I'm not of the thought that AI is going to destroy us. I'm not of the thought that AI is going to kill us because like I've said before, corrupt and lazy people will always be corrupt and lazy. The people that program these things, they're corrupt. They they refuse to let ChatGBT give you real answers. They only give you the approved answers of their sponsors and of the government um, or of the political view that they have or whatever their weird ideology is. That's the, Those are the answers it will allow the AI to generate. Same with the images now. You know, it's not letting it produce pictures of white people for whatever reason. And so this is going to be a weird time in history where it's going to be harder to look back. You won't be able to get on the Internet and look back into 2024 and get accurate information because the people that are behind the wheel are so corrupt and so dead set on steering us in a certain direction and controlling what information we get that it's going to distort reality from that perspective. And it's only going to hurt themselves. Because these corrupt people also tend to be very lazy. Now you might get... Now when I say lazy, I don't mean like... 
in every aspect. I mean, you, you have these activists that just go hard every day because they want their, you know, they want their daughter to be seen as a boy or whatever. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people who are creating these things and they're not thinking about the consequences of the reality of what they're putting in because they haven't done the work. They only do the work that will make them feel good about certain things. And so what we have is an opportunity for AI to be reframed. And the example that he gave on Comics Matter is, look at the special effects department from The Wizard of Oz, about 10, 20 people. And then you look at the special effects department from Endgame, now that they're using digital effects, and that's thousands of jobs. So yeah, the guy who used to hold the string on the marionette puppet or whatever, he might be out of work, but there are thousands of digital animators now. So there are going to be all these jobs opening up it doesn't have to be scraping the internet for pre-existing content. That does not have to be the genesis or the catalyst for every AI creation. But you can also do that. You can do just that when everyone agrees. And so you have um, movies that can be remade with different versions of the plot where maybe a character doesn't make a bad decision and you get to see how the movie plays out that way. And as long as the actors are on board and the people are still alive and everybody comes in and they consult and they say, I would have done it this way, I wouldn't do it that way, and everybody's in agreement, you have created a new product using using AI technology. It doesn't have to be lazy and corrupt. The problem is that there are a lot of lazy and corrupt people, and those are the ones that are doing things now. But the real creative people, the real hardworking people, the people who agree with each other, I don't think that they have gotten their hands on this yet. Uh, another great example that I didn't know about is the Justice League. Um, what is it? It's the, the Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League. It's a terrible game. Nobody likes it. And everybody started playing Arkham Knight from 2015 because it's just objectively better. It looks better. It's a better game. And now they're updating the 2015 Batman Arkham Knight game with the new Robert Pattinson Batman armor from 2020 or 2022 or whatever that movie came out. And so now you have, and this is what I'm saying, they're using AI to update older technology. This what I like about this concept is that this will prolong the life of things that I like. Like if I buy a song from an artist I like, I want to enjoy that song for as long as I want to enjoy it. I hate when artists come out with songs every week because they're trying to keep traction and they're trying to keep up with TikToks and stuff. They might only may ever make one song that I like. The band Trust Company has ever only made one song that I like. And that's to this day, that's the only song I like by them. And if I couldn't go back and get that song when I wanted to listen to it, it would make me furious. And so now with AI technology, one of my favorite things to do is to take Chester Bennington 
which I guess there's, a, there's an ethical thing there because he's not alive anymore, but to take Chester Bennington's voice and to put it in other songs that I like. This is the updating ability of a new technology that we just didn't have before. And you don't have to keep recreating new things, recreating new things. I can just enjoy the thing that I like for longer in, in, in newer ways. Batman Arkham Knight with a new Batman in newer ways. A movie that we enjoyed with alternate scenes and alternate endings. And, you know, that's cool stuff, man. And so if you get everybody on board who agrees and they're all working on this, then you're going to need engineers who can program this stuff and who can make it work the way that it's supposed to work. So it doesn't have to be evil. And the people that are just being cranks are preventing progress. And they're never going to enjoy anything because they're too busy being mad. So it's not really worth our time to let them hold up anything. Um, and then here's something else that you want to take into consideration. This goes back into the corruption element or the lazy element. Too much AI-generated content used in newer AI training will cause the AI to malfunction. So we are constantly going to need human input for AI. You can't just... These people that say, oh, well, AI will eventually start to make better AI. These people are morons. They don't know what they're talking about. Because it's shown that AI-generated content causes AI to hallucinate and malfunction, and it breaks down. It's just the law of the universe. It's every, every other thing in the universe works this way. I don't know why they think that AI is going to be different. So old cranks being cranky about AI... It's not progressing the conversation. It's not promoting creative thought. Um, there are some great ideas out there. And I just wanted to talk to you guys and, and let you know, like, we are in a time where things are changing. And and I'm excited to see where it leads. That's it for today. I will be back a little bit later with a new concept because I want to talk about Pokemon and everything. Make sure you join me over on zeroforhire.substack.com and uh, become a subscriber paid subscribers get uh, additional content and bonuses and advantages and um i will see you guys over there thanks for listening i'll talk to you soon